Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host again this week. Your boys are back. Your esteemed colleagues are back. We're talking movies tonight. We're going to have a great time with it. We have a lot to unpack tonight. Uh, a lot of housekeeping stuff we got to get to and a lot of movie stuff we got to get to as well. So let's not fuck around. All right. The gloves are off. Let's just get it done. Let's start going around the panel. <laughs> Let me talk to my boy, my COO, my co-founder, the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's going on tonight, man? I'm feeling good. I almost forget that I had a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We didn't tell anybody. <laughs> anyway, feeling, feeling actually very good. Um, I went By to the way, you're, first- you're looking good, man. Hmm. Yeah, I've lost about 20 pounds and, you know, I've, I've, I'm going to rehab an uh, exercise program now. So feeling nice. good and nice. I'm feeling good about tonight. You know, I think uh, it should be fun. Did anybody else almost maybe I'm just crazy, but it almost just sounded like he said he had gonorrhea. I but heard he said the same got, thing. Okay, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said rehab, but I thought I swear he said gonorrhea. Oh, go- oh I've gone, gone <laughs> I lost twenty pounds. I'm getting Sorry. laid all the time. <laughs> yeah, swallowing. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. apparently, I got marbles in my mouth. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been going yeah. to a, a rehab program and yeah. exercising. So. And then, and then afterwards, seeing ladies of the night where you got gonorrhea and lost <laughs> right. twenty pounds. It's awesome. It was chlam- It was chlamydia, but I chlamydia. <laughs> All right, so let's stop dicking around. No fucking around tonight. We have a lot to do, all right? AJ, uh, you do look great. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's uh, let's talk to my social media mogul, my producer and the chief boy toy, Mr. Dan Sherry. What's going on, brother? Good evening. (laughs) What was that? I don't know. Yeah, I I loved it. (laughs) Whatever it was, I loved it. All right, good times, yeah. Uh, Excited (laughs) to get into it. Uh, Yeah, it's your pick this week, bro. Yeah, it's my it's my pick. We got a game to play. We got some stuff to uh, go over. So mm-hmm. uh, before we get into all that, let me just quickly, uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us a rating and a review. And if you got any feedback, you can hit us up on social media uh, everywhere at Movie Council Pod or send us an email to MovieCouncilPod at Gmail. Perfect. Love it. All right. And like you said, yeah, we're going to get into it. It is your topic this week. So uh, it was you, right? That was your yes, pick. Sir, right? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's always a fucking blur at the end of every podcast, but it, <laughs> it was yours. Um, so it's going to be really fun tonight. And before we get into all that, we have to do it. We have to, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, I don't know. I'm feeling some sort of way tonight about Marky. I don't, mm. I don't know what it is, but so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to reel it back a little bit and we're going to swing it on down to Charlotte. We're going to talk to my boy. The uh, security director, the art director, all that shit. We do it every week. Most importantly, the sexy, sultry, knife-wielding, NRA card holder. I don't know, but he's handsome and he's Southern and he's a gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant. <laughs> What's up, kid? Not much, man. Appreciate it again. Um, not an NRA member. I you do own uh, 
I, I, I own multiple firearms, but uh, I'm not going <laughs> to subscribe to any Nick, group. You, you and Wayne Lapierre, Ron. You guys know each other yeah. well. Well, yeah. Charlton Heston. <laughs> yeah, man. It's been nice. Uh, well, it was nice here briefly. You know, it got to like 75 degrees down Ooh, here. Nice. And then uh, today. Dude, it was like 48 shit. here. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Oh, Ooh. dude. I was like walking around with shorts and flip flops yeah. and shit. It was lovely. Gorgeous. It did yeah. turn for the worst again. Uh, when I said the worst, it's it's just hanging around like 35 degrees and raining constantly. Yeah. At I least it's not, nothing's rough. freezing. It's just miserable. Yeah. It's supposed to pour all weekend up in these parts, but mm-hmm. uh, at least it's going to be around 50. I'll take it. Yeah. As opposed to the last couple of weeks when it was like four yeah. outside. It was fucking booger freezing cold. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know that cold yeah. when you walk out and you, yeah, the snot in your nose freezes right. immediately. Yeah. like yeah. you're seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so, anyways, uh, DP, you got a. We got a lot of uh, housekeeping to do. We're gonna try to get it done quickly because we have a lot of movie stuff to talk about. Um, you have a couple of um, so a couple of Instagram messages, right? You want to just do quickly? Yeah, uh, real quick. So, our girl Rachel, our favorite listener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, she trademarked. She trademarked that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. we'll find out after this uh, is an issue with some people. But our favorite mm-hmm. listener did uh, just give us a quick shout out that she uh, she said last week, a uh, great podcast as always, but another fantastic Will Smith flick, Collateral Beauty. Mm. So, all right, I gotta, I gotta say, I've never actually seen Collateral Beauty. Me neither. Me neither. So I looked it up. Yeah, uh, it's like 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, this, yeah, the, yeah. This movie is, oof. I don't yeah, know, it, Rachel, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, DP, AJ actually looked up the synopsis on Rotten Tomatoes. AJ, you want to go ahead and read that one for us? It's, it's the critics' consensus. Here's a little blurb. Well-meaning but fundamentally flawed, collateral beauty aims for uplift but collapses in unintentional hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a comedy? Yeah. 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 By chew accident. on that. Chew yeah. on that for a while. Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. It's a comedy oh. by accident. <laughs> yeah. Woof. <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen, Rachel, baby girl, we love you. And listen, guys, by the way, there, love there you, was, mean it. Love there, you, mean there it. There was an episode where we did uh, critics hate them. We loved them. And there were some yes. really yes. shitty reviewed movies Absolutely. that we love. So, but, yeah. So maybe 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 it's a little bit of a hit. Is that jam. my daughter over there? <laughs> no, that, no, that was reviewed well. That was reviewed that well. Was reviewed well. That was the opposite. Yeah. yeah. So, that's right. so, so you can't go by what the critics say. So not necessarily. Hey, yeah. Like I said, we haven't seen it yet, Rachel. You're still yeah. our favorite list. Yeah, absolutely. It's not even close. Uh, so I, I'll check it out, Rachel, because you because you. Uh, I recommend it, and I will check it out. You, you, my girl. Um, speaking of our favorite. Uh, uh listener dp you have another instagram message you want to yeah. get into as well yeah right? so we got we got a message uh from a listener named heidi heidi burkhart says <sighs> she's she's a bit much yeah <laughs> it's a lot you know what she's a bit much <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah but she says i really enjoy listening to the podcast and my job as the HR director. Mm-hmm. However, this email is coming to you not as the HR director and not as a listener, but as the mother of Bearded Thigh Tickler 69. <laughs> she must be very proud of that name, too, that username. Since, since he is your godson, he should be your favorite listener. So this is not me, by some the way. trainer girl. Whoa. So this is aimed at me, by the way, because yeah. he's my godson. Yeah. And Rachel's now some trainer girl. Okay. So, All right. So, yeah, yeah, apparently bearded thigh tickler needed mummy to come to the rescue. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
I am proud of him for telling you to suck it. <laughs> Quit picking on my baby. Ooh, All right, God, come on. She's getting worse. <laughs> I'd be proud of her if she kept her mouth shut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I'm Cameron and I'm hearing this right now, I'm a little upset. <laughs> yeah, because... Like, mommy, come on. Yeah, if there was Cameron. ever if there was ever a battle between him and Rachel, he just lost. Right, yeah. Uh, based on yeah. that. All so, because uh, of money. Right. Yeah. Game time. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Cameron, I'm sorry. I know you probably... I definitely had nothing to do with that message, uh, but that just set you back. Probably about 10 years in your life, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, a rough one, brother. Congratulations, sorry. Weezer. You, you didn't even do it, and you're fucked because of it, mm -hmm. so sorry about that. <laughs> Common theme with Heidi. Uh, let's be honest. Unbelievable. So, but uh, but uh, she also said, uh, "Love to the vault episode." Hmm. Garden State does not need to go in. I agree with that. Actually, <laughs> she's not wrong. But she right. does think uh, we should consider adding Die Hard and Fatal Attraction. Yeah, she's actually. Yeah, she, I, she's, yeah. she's got okay. a point there. No, That's no, a good no. point. I'm, 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 I'm in on that. That's I'm a good down point. for Die Hard. Um, I've, I've yet to see Fatal. Wait, no, Fatal Attraction was was That's the a Glenn uh, Close one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, did, I watched yeah, that you one finally. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'm in. I'm in on both, but yeah, yeah. So and uh, finishes. I did watch Watch <laughs> Warriors. It's a great movie that needs to be added. Yes. Your favorite sister, Weezy. Yes, please. So she, she finished, she, to be fair, she finished strong in that message. Yeah, yeah. She, she did, because Once for Warriors is she, a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. fucked over Cameron and then made herself look better. Do you hear that, GP? I, I said did. Once for Warriors is a masterpiece. And it, it is. And you are not it, wrong. It is. So, which reminds me, Marky needs to watch that. Yes. Because I can tell you boys this. Uh, earlier this week, I actually went to uh, the movie council headquarters. Mm. I oh, went okay. to the vault yeah. and I fucking put 28 days later in that vault and I slammed that mug shut. Hey. Oh, you saw 28 it. days you later saw it. Hell yeah. in the vault. Holy shit. What a fucking great. Film. Oh, I got to update you. that. Hold yeah. on. The, on, you know, this very, very complicated Arky, thing. You know, you need to watch Once the yeah. Warriors. hundred percent. Uh, I do. I, I'm yeah. not avoiding that movie. I just, uh, I'm I'm trying to find when when I do have time to watch a movie, it's like, do I want to watch one that everyone's described to me as uh, a big bummer? You know, like I, mm. so I have yeah, to you know, it's it's, it's not a, uplifting. Mm, no. It's not have, uplifting. I don't have a lot of, fuck, though. but you won't regret watching it. You won't regret. No, the I, time I understand you spend. that. Yeah. I I'm 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 ready to en enjoy it, but uh, you know, like the one movie a week that I do get to watch, um. I'm going to watch it soon. That's it's just uh, She's gonna do it. keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. And DP, I do appreciate you stopping by the headquarters. It was great to see you. You know, I was, yeah. he stopped yeah. by my office. You know, I was in I my did. office. Yeah. Popped in, said hi. You know, you know I, we went, we to, went to lunch. I, I took a break from doing, you know, the big swing and dick stuff that I do down at <laughs> yeah. the, uh, yeah. down at the headquarters. Comes with as, being a CEO. That's the boss. Yeah. Right. You yeah, know, right. we, we had a very expensive lunch that I, I expensed, you know, on right. the, yeah. the, the corporate card. Uh, it was, it was very nice. We day drank a lot. I seriously, uh, I seriously yeah. think I thought the COO did all the schmoozing. Uh, well, no, I don't have to schmooze this motherfucker. He's already, you know, yeah, he's already. That's a, the thing. Yeah, you got to schmooze new clients. Right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That's yeah. that's what I need to do. I'll get my expense <laughs> report over to you after we drank a bottle of scotch in a restaurant. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, speaking of our sister. Um, she's not done this week, by the way. No, she's a very heavy, you know. I just want to talk movies, you know. I know, <laughs> I know, I do too. And we're going to, but I got to get through this, it's important. God damn um, it. We have been cited again, and by we, I mean me. 
um and Makes dp sense. dp a little bit as well i'm just uh i got this right up from hr um on yesterday thursday uh let me just read it real quick it was addressed to me and to dan um uh, secondarily okay. to aj and marky um so here we go. Um, here we go. This is what it's about. As we discussed previously, the movie council's, uh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, you know. Boilerplate. Boilerplate. Right, right, right. Here we right. go. This is where we get to the, the crux of it. In listening to your recent podcast, Timmy, again, one of the few people they allow to get away with calling me that, but Timmy, you are attacking your colleagues when they disagree with you. Your yep. language has also started to increase with the use of cunt again. <laughs> you had shown some improvement, as I had referenced in the November 20th, 2020 memo. In the top five episode, you were not even two minutes into the podcast before utilizing that word and recognize awesome. you created a record for using the word so quickly into a podcast. <laughs> okay. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, an honor. it's, a, it's a great moment. Yeah. I, feel, I, I mean, I feel good it's about a, it. It's a seminal moment. Did I use yeah. that word right? Uh, it's a word. Uh, I, I, yeah. <laughs> um, Timmy, I was also glad you recognized your behavior was inappropriate the two episodes prior and that you attacked your esteemed colleagues, mostly Marky Bondurant. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, that's normal. This behavior yeah. cannot be tolerated because it's for the course. It is a creating a hostile work environment, intimidating your colleagues from giving their feedback, intimidating against the guy that carries a fucking knife the whole time. <laughs> the there it uh, is. Right, exactly. You threatened to take another movie out of the vault if he didn't Seriously. vote your movie in. Is that did I do that? Did I threaten to pull a movie out of the vault of his? Uh, I think that actually might have been me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Oh, I don't know. Uh, and then it said, I believe you stated, quote, you were dead inside. I did that. That's your go-to move whenever someone disagrees uh, with you. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I called you a millennial that doesn't know good movies, apparently. That's, I, do I think you used, you definitely used millennial. Yeah. I do, because I, I remember that. And, huh. you know, you and I are not that far apart in years. Um. And other comments towards the, okay, this is what really pissed me off, by the way. I said, and there were other comments towards this model employee. That's what she said about you. Who understands the importance of following the rules. You also attacked the hotshot banker and criticized his segment. He added to the end of the podcast. That's not true. That's not true. I liked your under the radar pick. Uh, that, that, I, that was, was me DP that, that, that gave that. shit. Yeah, <laughs> I only threw it at you because I was protecting myself. That's bullshit. Uh, this behavior is unacceptable and needs to be uh, corrected immediately. Dan, uh, you are oh? being written up for instigating and encouraging Timothy to continue by remind to remind him that he hasn't used the word "cunt" in a while. I okay, and this that. is a problem. How? I, I don't, that I don't that know. seems right. That seems <laughs> right. correct. Also, encouraging him to continue attacking Marky. Finally, after Tim apologized, you then brought up and say, okay, sometimes her, her, her English is bad. Um, sometimes. Oh, yeah, sometimes. I, uh, I called somebody butthurt. No, DP, you said you were butthurt about Scott Pilgrim. Yes, I that, did. And she, no, she, I thought I said I was butthurt about DP Scott. brought I, I it agreed. up the next time. Yeah. Well, well, apparently, whatever it was, this uh, sent me on the attack again. That's what it literally says. Oh, that sure. sent Timmy on the attack again. Uh, I've left the policy violations below and added new violations again. I'm offering to everybody wants to come on the podcast. So she said, I can come on and help. Everybody wants to come on. <laughs> knows like, what, what are we supposed to do? Just sit on our hands and just Every, like... everybody's just angling to get on the podcast all the right. time. Okay. Uh, she said we can have an H. She's she's back at it again. We can have an HR segment to mediate these issues, and that have been written. No, no, you're not going to manipulate your way onto our show. And and, and yeah. no, you're not invited. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You're not coming on. And let's be honest. Some of that stuff's a bit inflammatory. Yeah. Not, you know, she, not only is she not invited. I feel attacked. I, yeah. Not only is she, I'm not even going to invite this bitch to Easter at this point. Like, <laughs> not, not let alone the podcast. All right. Hey, all right. Uh, also, just uh, DP, just so you know, we were in violation of HR 1.13 code of policy violations, creating a hostile work environment and refusal to cooperate with other staff. Uh, AJ, uh, you know, this is a, a more boilerplate shit, but then she did say, I encourage you to both model your behavior after Marky and Andy, who I, or Andy, who I also want to notice looking good. We are thankful to have him back healthy. That was very nice of her to oh, say that. Th- nice. Thank you very um, Thank you. Thank you. I feel confident you can improve. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing, guys. Um, I, I'm unhappy about this. I'm unhappy about it. You can hear me rustling it. I'm not rustling it up. I'm not happy. Um, and I think we're just at the point now where I, I, I don't, I don't think I have any other options except um, uh, litigation at this point. I'm, I need to. I think I need to contact a legal representative to protect me from our own HR department because I'm being attacked. I have done nothing wrong, and then she kisses the ass of you hey, two. Can I- can I can I really quickly? Didn't Mom say that uh, her lawyer friend Paul was listening to the podcast? He, yeah, maybe yep. maybe maybe we can get him involved here. Yep, you know? I've been considering options. This was you know. Can I just, just say sell why don't house. we just why don't we just fire the HR department? Ah, uh, that's 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 an issue there. She, I uh, think that's that could, that's probably messy, right? This yeah, it's messy. Right? And, and lawsuits the way to go. A lawsuit is right. absolutely the way to go. I will. I will also say that, that even though Heidi uh, pisses me off on a weekly basis, contractually she's quite wily. Okay, mm. and there's some verbiage in her contract. I can't really fire her, unfortunately. Um, right. Normally, I would. Lawsuit it is. Exactly. The HR Mark, department yeah. usually uh, yeah. fires people, so she, she, I don't know how she's she right. Do they're they're the ones that are usually terminating people. She's quite right, good. Mark. She's quite good at paperwork, and yeah. uh, she has us over a barrel a little bit. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm I'm exploring. Li- at they're actually quite good at paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for catching that reference, AJ. Um, I caught it too, Tammy. So uh, yeah. So I I think I'm out of options. I need to go the legal representation route. Uh, There'll be more on that. Just, just don't. Just hold your breath. I, I, I'll, I'll be back pretty soon with, with a school? plan. No. With a plan. It was old Ooh. school. Yes, AJ. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Um, all right. So we got the write up out of the way. We got the Instagram messages out of the way. DP wants to play a little game before he gets his topic going. Yes, sir. Yeah. Talk, talk so, uh, yeah. Before right. we I got um, paper and pen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Everyone got paper and pen because we're I gonna play it. a little game. Hold on, what we needed for. Uh, I just drew balls for some reason. <laughs> Of course it did. So it's it's a little game. I'll be honest. Uh, I didn't invent it. Uh, the Adam Carolla podcast plays this game all the time, and it's super fun. And it's called the Rotten Tomatoes game. And here's how it'll work. I'm going to name five movies, and each one of the, the members of the council will uh, give their guess on what the Rotten Tomatoes score of that movie is. After we look it up, right? Uh, nope, there will be no looking it up. Oh, I can't look cheating. it up on Rotten nope. I'm literally putting my phone away right now. Yeah, yeah. If anyone gets caught cheating, you get kicked out of the council and yeah. Michaela Ever. takes your place. Oh so god, yeah. You know go. that out of there. No way you guys I just cheating. put my I just put my phone on another zip code to make sure. You know. <laughs> just kidding, Michaela. We love you. Air, airplane mode. <laughs> love you, Mickey D. Don't get upset. Very sensitive. So yeah, so I'll name the movie. Everyone will write down their score. Whoever comes closest uh, will add up the numbers at the end. Lowest number wins. So why are we? Uh, sorry, we're writing down the score. We're going to do all at the end, or like, what, why are we writing down the score? Uh, just Good. basically so 
you, you can know, show it without cheating. Yeah, you oh, you want to show it? Okay, okay, okay. So you're not cheating, yeah. Basically. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. And also because if you think of a score and then you hear other people talk, you might in your head change your mind real quick fair, and fair. Yeah. So got it. it happens. happens. All right, let's let's fire it up, bro. Yeah. So uh in honor of the movie I picked for AJ, which uh spoiler alert, Love and Mercy, mm. starring John Cusack. We are going to do five John Cusack movies. Yeah. Ooh. All right. All right. Hell so yeah. here we go. Movie it. number one. John Cusack plays an assassin. Ooh. That goes back movie. to his 10 year high school reunion love this where he reconnects with his former girlfriend, his 1997's Gross Point Blank. All right, boys. Uh, no way. Let right, you guys so you know, let I'm, me know. I'm, cross, I'm crossing off my first one. Just so you know, I'm right, crossing yeah, off. Yeah, that's fine. Right. So AJ will go first. He has 83%. Oh, God damn it. Marky, what do you got? Marky's got 79%. All right. And TW, you 84. have 84%. Sorry, AJ. Hey, it, uh, I just played the prices right on you, bitch. <laughs> that's the way the game goes, now. baby. Yeah. So, uh, gross point blank is certified fresh mm, wow. at 80%. Oh, I think Marky. Uh, oh, wait, wait. So they're tied, aren't they? Marky yeah, got so, 79. He's one. Oh, 79. Away. I thought you said 77. I'm sorry, Marky. 77 yeah. was my So, so we'll, we'll Marky! add them all up at the nice, end and nice, see who nice. wins. All right. So, uh, movie number two. Never seen that movie. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> really? Wow, it's good. Great it's really guess, good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Movie number two. Uh, a group of friends on a ski trip discover a hot tub oh, that nice. has magical time traveling powers and hilarity ensues. It is 2010's Hot Tub Time Machine. This is one I gotta say, I fucking love Hot Tub Time Machine. So, all right. Uh, Tim, you're ready. What do you got? 62. 62% from Tim. Marky, what do you got? 69. <laughs> I think it was really low. <laughs> and 89 goes with 89%. All right. I think this movie was loved. I think it's uh, high, yeah. All right. Well, let's find out. Uh, Hot Tub Time Machine is fresh Ooh. at 63%. Oh! Oh! Damn. Wow. I was way off. Yeah. Is anything above 50% considered fresh? Yeah. I think it's above Samsonite. 60. Yeah. Sorry. Everything above 60 is fresh. Ah. And I think above 80 is certified fresh. Ah. So. All right. So here we go. Movie number All right. three. All right. He's going he's to go back to the 80s at some point. You know it. Oh, yeah. So John Cusack plays oh. slacker Lloyd Dobler, who falls in love with the high school valedictorian and tries to win her over in 1989's Say Anything. This is, yeah. This is one of those. That the one thing everyone remembers from it is him holding the boombox over oh, his yeah. head, you know, which gets referenced constantly. So, all right, TW? 85. 85% from I, think, I feel like people love this movie. All right, AJ, what do you got? Not 91%. 91% for AJ. Wow. All right, and Marky? 80%. I oversell these so bad. I'm bad with Rotten Tomato scores. Well, you will be uh, happy to know. Say anything is certified fresh. Oh damn! 
at 98 jesus christ what the fuck say anything like i looked that up today i was like are you kidding me it's a a wonderful 98 percent. so all right i'm loving this okay all right, we're we're all even right now. What, I was thinking the ninety. Now? I was thinking in the nineties. I just tried to be conservative. All righty, so here we go. Uh, movie number four is about a group of prisoners that take over the plane they're being transported oh, on. God. Hell yeah! And have to deal with an ex-army ranger. We're talking nineteen ninety-sevens Con Air, which again, I fucking love Con Air. <laughs> Me too. It's a, yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. It's, it's part of Nicholas's Cage's like holy trinity of action movies. So, all right, Marky, you got sixty four percent. Tim, you are at sixty eight percent, sir. I'm at forty eight percent. Yeah, forty eight percent. Like how you feel about the movie, AJ? <laughs> no, no, no. I thought I thought it was poorly reviewed. That's what I'm. And you know what? You're not wrong because Conair is rotten. Ooh. At fifty six percent. So, oh, I'm not too. All far. right, not bad. And here we go. Final movie is the story of a uh, a record store owner. Oh yeah, and high fidelity list maker that uh, recounts his top five breakups, including the one in progress. So this is two thousands high fidelity. This was very well received. It was. All right, I got a score. I got a score. All right, let's see it. So 93%. 93? Oh, that's ex- yeah, I got 91. I wrote 93. Do Tim I need to change 91? mine? No. And Marky with it. 93. Okay. All right. Tim with 91%. Guess what? Mm. High Fidelity is certified fresh mm. at 91%. Yeah! God damn it. Let's go, baby. <laughs> let's go. All right, so you boys talk amongst yourselves while I add up these scores and see Hello. who the winner is. I knew High Fidelity was very well received. High Fidelity, that's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. really outstanding. I Jack Black's got a seen... small role in it that's really great. I've only seen yeah, Hot yeah, Tub yeah, Time yeah. Machine and Con Air. Dude, okay, Hot Tub Time Machine I love, and I love it mostly for Rob Corddry because he's yeah, just he's such hilarious. a fucking ass clown in that movie. Remember, like when that that song is playing, that hero song, and he just jumps up and tries to punch the guy, and the dude just ducks and punches him in the stomach. It's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite movie scenes ever. <laughs> also, Craig Robinson's just a, a gem. And you know what? Too. I yeah, think great. I, 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 I gotta say, Chase. I got I gotta say, we review. Obviously, we're talking about another John Cusack movie in a few minutes. Um, that's part of our um, topic tonight. But John Cusack, he doesn't choose bad projects. He always chooses something. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I think he doesn't. I mean, Con Air is not a great movie, but he oh, but usually, it made like a billion dollars. I mean, right? But he's usually pretty savvy about the projects he picks to do. I mean, the guy made a million dollars. What movie? <laughs> Office Space. Yes, the Pet Rock. There, I say. You think the Pet Rock was a great idea? Well, yeah, the guy <laughs> made a million dollars. So, um, but I think he picks like um, he's very considered in in his choices for. Um, for projects that he does, so yeah, was that yeah, uh totally. that Stephen King story with Samuel L. Jackson? It was like uh, fourteen oh eight or oh, something like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think it's fourteen oh eight. Have you guys seen Identity? Yeah, uh, yeah where yeah. they all get trapped at that motel. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yes. Amanda Pete is in it too, and yeah, mm. it's a that's an interesting one. Uh, it's it's a big, big, big all right, you guys ready it. for uh, ready for the scores to see who wins? Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so here we go. Hey, uh, with a score total of 46, coming in third place is our COO, Andrew Sherry. Yeah, you got screwed on that one hot tub time machine one there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that hurts. All right, so uh, I'll tell you this second place had a score uh. of 35. And first place had a score of 21. So it was kind of a runaway. Mm. And our audacious CEO, Tim Sherry, with the score of 21, nice. wins the first uh, hey, uh, Rotten Tomatoes game to, to be for the fair, movie council. To be fair, I would say I spend a good 10% of my entire life on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so so, so do I. I just, I'm just not good at scoring, apparently. Yeah. It, but it's really the minus five for high fidelity to end it. It really ran away with it yeah. for you. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, that, I do that love that movie, too. So. The nail in the coffin. Yeah. High fidelity is one of those ones so that, good. like I said, like Jack Black had been in stuff before that, but that was his breakout. After yeah. that movie started, yeah. hot, tub, hot tub time machine. I thought a lot more highly of them. The really screwed you. That screwed you like yeah. thirty fucking points. So, all right. So, um, guys, let's get into the topic this week. Yeah, uh, let's DP, do it. Um, it's your pick. Uh, so, just uh, I know we we got we really got to get into it. So, just briefly talk about why your pick and why DP. you picked it, and then you can go whoever you want, however you want to do it. What you know, whatever order you want yeah, to do it in. No, no problemo. So, yeah, pretty simple. Here, here's what it came down to. Uh, I wanted to do a topic that would have a cool title mm. to put up on, on when I post the podcast. So Start I figure with the we name always first do... and then yeah. work backwards. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So figure we pick movies for each other all the time. So let's do pick a pick mm. where we all pick a biopic for each other to watch. So GP, when you post it, is it going to be pick a pick and then you put the bio in parentheses and then pick afterwards? I might. That's yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. But Tossing yeah. ideas around. I'm, so I'm I an picked, answer man, baby. Yeah. I picked a pick for AJ. Mm. And the one I picked for him is the Brian Wilson story. It stars, like we mentioned, John Cusack and Paul Dano and Paul Giamatti. Uh, it's kind of tells two sides of uh, Brian Wilson. They have like 60s version, which is played by Paul Dano and the mid 80s version, which is played by John Cusack. And it's really it's not a movie about music. It's really a movie about mental illness. And it, it's one I really enjoyed. And I think the performances were great. I think Cusack's awesome. Paul Dano is always fucking amazing. And like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I f thought maybe AJ would like it too. So I picked this one for AJ. AJ, what did you think of Love and Mercy? Yeah, Love and Mercy. So I really liked Love and Mercy. I got to yes. tell you, um, the thing I loved a lot about, of well, I, the thing I love about biopics in general is just, you know, the things you, you, you learn about. Um, that time in history about that particular, you know, I've seen the beach boys in concert. I've seen, well, obviously without Brian Wilson, um, mm. but I didn't know a lot about their history and I didn't know a lot about what Brian Wilson went through, especially um, the situation he dealt with later in his life with, um, you know, that, that, um, Conservatorship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With that, with, with the psychiatrist and, and sort of, the, you know, that he was being overmedicated and he was, being diagnosed with something he really didn't have. And he just, he had uh, quite the time. I mean, he, 
he was certainly he certainly had a troubled time in when they go back in the 60s and Paul Dana is playing him. He certainly went through some stuff and his father was a real piece of work. Oh, um, and 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 so that affected him a lot. But I think, you know, he did have, you know, some psychosis and some breakdowns. And, you know, it led him to this point where he was seeing the psychiatrist and then he sort of fell into that um, um, under the spell of this guy. And he, you know, and it took this this woman played by Elizabeth Banks to um, to help him out of it. And one of the other things I really love is I didn't know what went into the uh, creating like what was one of the most classic best albums ever pet sounds and Mm. what. And like he is the absolute creative genius behind that album, behind mostly everything the Beach Boys were ever good at. Good vibrations, the creation of that song, like all of that. And um, he's just he was just a musical, absolute musical genius. And one thing I learned, I was reading some stuff about the film and um, Paul Dano and John Cusack, per order of the director, didn't really interact with each other during filming. And it was yeah. kind of by design so that they weren't doing a Brian Wilson impersonation. They were sort of doing their own, you know, sort of interpretation of the character of Brian Wilson. And they, he didn't want that to get sort of muddled. So he didn't have them interacting during filming, which I think paid off in a huge way because mm. I think both, both actors really nailed, um, really nailed the character for who they were at the time. Yes, exactly. Cool. You yeah, know, by, by having them, like I saw that same thing, and I thought that was genius. Because, like I said, because really, that Brian Wilson in the '60s kind of was a different person than that really over-medicated was. man in the '80s that was being Absolutely. taken advantage of. So, yeah, right. There were, there, were, there were signs of things that you like they didn't show, and it was funny. I read they, that there was that that was that portion of his life where he was like in bed for three years, yes. which actually yeah. happened. They didn't show that, but they were going to do a third timeline with him in his bed for three years. And they really? had a few, they had like, they had Philip Seymour Hoffman in mind to play that third Brian Wilson. Oh, that would have been uh, fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really liked seeing how sort of the genius of Wilson's music was kind of achieved when they showed the mm. studio sessions and they showed him working with the band and just yeah. like, he had like kind of a maniacal way about him and he was insane. And there was this one session during good vibrations where like Mike love was like, all right, enough already. Like let's, let's enough. We've been dealing, we've been doing this riff for like the last whatever many hours. And he was like, Hey, I'm working with the celloist. Like if you want to hit the road, you know, I mean, he just, he had his vision and he was not going to allow anyone to uh, get in the, get in the way of, of that, of what, you know, he saw is what he, what he what he had what the vision was you know right and, and I, when, I really i really 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 like this movie yeah and, and when you see the the product of that vision when you hear the final version of good vibrations it's crazy it's a fucking like, masterpiece I yeah. went, right i went and listened to the song after the the movie and i'm like this is insanity how like how he put this song together and just mm-hmm. and how many layers mm-hmm. this song has and how in how much depth the song has and just yeah how many different Great. aspects and and how they put it all together i don't know it was just it's crazy and there's not there's not i guess there's like um 
there's not a lot of like archival footage of the good vibrations recording stuff like the separate tracks being laid down or whatever the vocals mm-hmm. and the um so i guess some of it that was separate vocal that you heard that was some of the stuff that they were able to retrieve um oh. the the actual like just the state the you know the the harmonizing that they did because mm-hmm. the beach boys that's what they're so famous they're harmonizing, harmonizing. Insane. Right, their harmonizing yeah. is is what they're they were known for, and um, and that's what the, you know they talked about. Uh, uh, um, uh, I don't know if it was in the Paul Dano timeline, Dano timeline, when they were talking about the four freshmen. Yeah, and 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 it Brian Wilson was a big. It was inspiration. That's the harmonizing of the four freshmen is how he wanted the Beach Boys to harmonize, and so he took that sort of inspiration and brought it into um, you know his vision for the for the beach boys yeah so, so and really 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 good movie thank you for uh, i'm so glad that you liked it just, nice um really I, well I done it. and like i said john cusack always picks for the most part picks winners and i think this was a winner and i think you know we know paul dano is is a stud and he gained about 40 pounds for the role too oh, yeah wow. uh dano yeah um yeah because he packed on a little bit of weight there uh brian wilson in his early days so, so I, uh, I just want to add one last thing. Like I said uh, earlier, like as great as those scenes are, them showing him uh, recording pet sounds and good vibrations and the way they showed the creation of the music was amazing. But the way they showed the mental illness and how it yeah, manifested yeah. from that young age to how he was in the 80s was fucking great. Like, like I said, it wasn't a movie. Uh, a music uh, movie. It was a mental illness movie. Yeah, yeah and I think it was brilliant it. that he didn't have the two actors interacting because I don't think Cusack's yeah. performance would have would have uh, rang as 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 true as it did, right? If yeah. they were if they were interacting with each other and getting sort of like uh, clouded by the other's sort of idea of who Brian Wilson should be, but Cusack really really nailed it mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know. There was some great tender scenes with, you know, his future wife played by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Who he's married. Yeah, she to was today. really like, good. They, they got five kids now. And like, mm-hmm. you know, she was really, she saved his life. Like she yes. really completely um, saved his life. There's some really great dude, tender moments. And when they jumped off the boat and they would swim yeah. to the house and, you know, how but fucking scummy was Paul Giamatti? Yeah, like, GP, GP, if he's I, so good he, at being he a nailed, He nailed it. He nailed if it. If I could yeah. jump in real quick. I, Please I saw do. This, Have I, you I seen saw, this? Yeah, I saw it a few years ago, and I really loved it. Um, I, I will say, um, from what, just kind of piggyback off AJ, I, I, I've never been the biggest Beach Boys fan. Um, I like some of their songs, but I always thought they were just kind of, yeah, these are catchy songs. I never knew what went into the making of some of them. I, mm-hmm. And... So to see that breakdown, especially with good vibrations, was really, really cool. You know, because I never really thought of these guys that much as musicians. But now I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, these guys are fucking really talented. Especially but, uh, Brian Wilson. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. I will say pa- Paul Dano actually got a Golden Globe nomination for this movie. Um, I- I'm not sure who he lost to. He-, he didn't win. But Paul Giamatti has this way. And, mm-hmm. and-, and you have to. 
you have to realize a performance is really brilliant when you absolutely detest the person on the mm-hmm. fucking screen. And I hated this motherfucker so much during this movie. He was such a manipulative, controlling piece of shit. I hated him. So, that, but that goes to the genius of Paul Giamatti. He's so good in everything he does all the time. Yes. Oh, even, that's, when that's... He, even when he has to be a piece of garbage, which he was in this movie. And yeah, that... I, I think the performances from, from front to back from all of them were really, really great. Excellent. Great. And, and, the, uh, and the, um, the scene at the uh, car dealership when he freaks out and he's banging on the door trying to get through because he yes. got served. Yeah. When he gets served, yeah, 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 um, yeah, that's a really powerful scene. Very powerful. She opens the door and they don't say a word, but there's just like a, a stare down between them. Yes, and you know he backs off and walks right. away as soon as he's actually face to face with her. He fucking shuts up and backs away. Oh, he's a coward. Away. It's totally yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. And he backs away, of what a coward walks he is. away, oh. and has that smug smile on his face and just walks away. He's but, so good. He's so but, fucking but good then, as an actor. But then, he, but yeah. then he's how can you be that him? ugly and be that good? You're like that's how that's but that's how talented he is. That he has no looks, but he gets so much work because he's such a great fucking actor. Yeah. And Amazing. after some le- and after some, I imagine legal battles, he's ordered to never make contact with Brian Wilson again. Yes. his name is taken off. He was a co-writer for some of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. They took his name off. Obviously, yeah, he didn't write guy. it. He didn't write any of that stuff. Loser. Yeah. Um. So oh, yeah, his name I, I loved it. as a co-writer. Yeah, it was a really, really good movie. Marky, have you seen this movie? I have not seen it. Um. Yeah. And kind of like what Timmy was saying, you know, I'm not a, a big fan of the Beach Boys. Whenever their songs come on the radio, I usually switch the station but right. what has piqued my interest about this movie not just what you guys have said but kind of what i've uh picked up over the years is just the uh the torment of brian wilson yeah and yeah not just him but like the story of the beach boys as a whole like around them like it was it's mm-hmm. not like the it's not the surfy campy no, world no, no, no. That, their, that their music conveys like exactly. it's a very dark place yeah <laughs> they they weren't even they weren't even surfers right no yeah you no know, they weren't even surfers they're singing surfing usa they're not even surfers they were that, like, that was they my were problem project, they were trying to project a certain image that's what that yeah. was my problem with them i always thought they were just kind of this commercialized nonsense i didn't realize just how unbelievably talented musicians they were and this movie really shed a light on that which i thought was really cool it really yeah. did and it was it was more after brian kind of stopped touring with the band yes exactly and he started yeah. to become to allow his creative juices to flow and started working with some of these other musicians in the studio rather than his anxiety was I was going to say plus he didn't factor. want to go anywhere he didn't want to move right. you know? his anxiety yeah. was crippling like he no. didn't want to be on the planes he didn't want to be out in front of those crowds he just yeah. he wanted to just do the music like yeah. that's what he loved yeah. and they it, uh... and at the end if you stay through the credits is a performance by Brian Wilson yeah. um, a live performance by Brian Wilson yeah for. Yeah, have it's, you? I've never listened to Smile DP. I'm sure you have. I have. Yes, it's a, it's I own a good it. album. It's it's really good. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not quite pet it sounds, took him, but it's really what good. Is, I mean, but it took yeah. but it took him so many years to to get Smile like to fruition, right? Because mm-hmm. he started it with the Beach Boys in the '60s, and it kept you know it kept not happening, and then he went through some stuff, obviously, and and he had some mental breakdowns, and then he was in his bed for three years, and like a lot of you know, he, he was talks about how he was not a good um, husband the first time around and not a good father. And, um, you know, because of all the stuff he was going through and and, you know, he was not able to get smile to happen until 
you know, he got, he was able to get past all this, this being, being like pretty much like uh, in jail, pretty much with this psychiatrist, like being yeah, held yeah. captive just, almost. Yeah. Took over his life and took, took over, over his, his life. Money. Yeah. He was yeah. almost like held captive in a way. He was a prisoner. Yeah. And uh, it was like and Britney mental- Spears now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, right. he was the original Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then awesome. once he got free of that great, and got with his wife, piece. and he was yeah. able to, to, to actually tour again and do this stuff. And it was just to see him on stage, his mannerisms and stuff. Like, I, I think Cusack really nailed it. Like, yeah, yeah. he, he really good, crushed it. So. That's the later, wow. older version of Brian Wilson. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I'm so glad you liked this. I was hoping you would, yeah. but, uh, Let's move on to our next movie. So, uh, AJ, you picked a pick for Marky. So what I did. pick did you pick for Marky? So I picked the 2016 film Hidden Figures. And I think it like last week it popped into my head because we were doing our list of, you know, our favorite African-American um, performances. And this film is about these three African-American women. It's like an untold story about, um, you know, takes place in the early 60s about these women that work at NASA. And uh, one of them is, is like this brilliant mathematician. And they, you know, these women were instrumental in an operation which launched John Glenn into orbit. So it's something that wasn't told before. It stars Taraji P. Henson, Octavia Spencer, who was nominated for an Oscar, uh, Janelle Monet um, as the three women, and then Kevin Costner's in it, Kirsten Dunst, Jim Parsons, Mahershala Ali. It's a star studded cast. Yeah. And it's a, I really like this film. Start with a friend about a year ago. Um, it's, I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking as far as uh, cinema goes, but I think the performances sort of carry the day in this film. And, and the, especially the three leads. So um, I just, I, I'm really, really interested to know if Marky, uh, what Marky thought of it. Marky thought, I'll tell you what Marky thought. Here we um, are. <laughs> no, Here we I are. enjoyed, I enjoyed the movie. Um, this is the first time I had seen it before. Uh, yeah. The three female leads did an outstanding job. Um, Octavia Spencer is a, a powerhouse. She's always great. I really yes. like the same with Taraji P. Henson too. She's uh she's uh, awesome. She's a constant force. She's really good. Stud. I don't know if I know that uh Janelle Monet, but she did a really good job. Yeah, she was the one of the three that wasn't, you know, someone you, you may As, have heard of or, or uh-huh. seen. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's, she's a she's singer. Got... She's a musician. Yeah, right, and right, right, right. Can we okay. also just say real quick? She can get it. Uh that's a given. <laughs> Um, well, and you know, Taraji can get it. She, yeah, they all can. Octavia, yeah, I I, absolutely, (laughs) you know where I'm at. Hell yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) Um, but no, that that's that's great. That Janelle, as a singer, I mean, she did a fantastic job with not having like a a typical acting background, she did great. Uh, Mahershala or Mahershala, Mahershala Ali, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always love that dude, dude. He's fucking awesome he's um, a stud yeah yeah I, i'm excited to see whenever he's in something but so i enjoyed the movie and um it was a little bit of the paint by numbers thing i yeah for me. they weren't breaking any ground like new ground no. with filmmaking no but like you said the acting performances were great 
more importantly for me was just the story that they told in that movie, which was just an incredible story. And as I was watching it, I knew what the movie was about. So I had a feeling of how the movie was going to go and it went the way I thought it was. And that was the case that like these three African-American females in the sixties in a job at NASA, they're dealing with, uh, you know, segregation and, um, you know, all the bullshit that came with the times of uh, just color discrimination, the bathrooms, not being able to find a bathroom in the building. Yeah. All the shitty shit things that went on um, at that time for those people. And then I thought that from there, the film's going to take a turn when their intellect comes through and people start treating them, you know, uh, in favor of, of their, of their minds and not the color of their skins, that kind of thing. And then it's going to take a turn people respect them more. And it, it, it started to like weave into this place that I suspected it would go. But mm-hmm. what was surprising for me, and also on top of that, I thought the movie, I just assumed the movie being a movie over embellished the topics that it covered and the relationships that it showed in the movie. But when I dug into this a little bit and did some research, just Googling it pretty quickly and easily, came to find out, if anything, the movie undersold what these women did. And they were working together at the same time in the same department. Like It's almost like, uh, because it's these three incredible people, uh, Catherine Johnson, Dorothy Bond, and Mary Jackson. Yeah, there's the the three uh, uh, main characters in this movie, and you know they they each have an incredible story, and they each do uh, they each achieve first things. Uh, yes, like Catherine yes. Johnson is you know the mathematician. Oh, by the way, they're all mathematicians. They're all brilliant. They're all called computers because this is in an age before like an actual machine computer was brought in. So these, they are human computers. Um, Catherine Johnson is the one that calculated the orbit for uh, John Glenn's entry. And yes. She's famously the one that uh, John Glenn refused to fly until she confirmed the numbers that this new right. machine computer had come up with. Yep. Dorothy Vaughn, um, again, a mathematician, human computer, in 1949 became the first acting supervisor of the uh, West Area Computer Group and the first African-American woman to supervise a group of staff at this NACA center. That was the precursor to NASA. Um, She then went on to teach herself this computing language and taught uh, a staff of women, mostly African-American women, how to run these machines and was a supervisor of this uh, uh, mixed-gendered, mixed-raced, group that ran these computers at NASA. Mary Jackson, again, mathematician, human computer, NASA's engineer. first black first black female engineer worked under Dorothy Jackson. They all they all worked under Dorothy or I'm sorry, Dorothy Vaughn <clears throat> initially initially in that West Area computer group. Um, but Mary Jackson famously uh, took classes uh, for University of Virginia at this all-white high school, and she had to petition the city yeah, to she had take to classes there. So, yeah. like, they all have these firsts that these women did. And when you're watching the movie, you just kind of feel like, nah, you know, that's like Hollywood uh, fluffing the story. Mm-hmm. You those they those are just the stories that they tell in the movie. 
each one of these women did massive things throughout yeah, their far, whole lives. far more impressive like their actual lives are far more is insane what they did it is incredible yeah the work that they accomplished it makes you feel like a real dumb dumb and yeah, on top of that they had to deal with gender and racial bias and during the 40s 50s and 60s is when they were working uh. in these areas um something that was kind of interesting for me i, I guess the only the only thing that I found when doing my Google research that was a little bit Hollywood embellished in the film, uh, Kevin Costner smashes down the uh, college oh, yeah, yeah, bathroom yeah, sign. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was, I think a little bit over embellished because what I found was that uh, there was, uh, you know, racial seg racially segregated areas at this center that was called the NACA. I forget what it was called, you know, National Aviation Control. I don't know. It was, it was the precursor to NASA. Right. And then when it followed and became NASA, um, it was uh, President FDR in like 1941, 1942. He signed these executive orders that did away with racial discrimination in the hiring and the workplace, because that's when we got into World War II and all the, all the boys went across seas and we were like, we need all the help we can get. And that's why in the film, like you see, like there's a, there's a large uh, black female working group. There the, is, yeah. That's what they call the West Area Computer Group. It's because they needed, they needed people to fill these seats. They needed these, and they, they at that time, they couldn't afford in that small window of time, they couldn't afford to be racist. They needed all the help they could get. So they started right. hiring females and they started hiring black people. Um, and from there, these women showed how fucking smart they were and just knocked the socks off these people. And it really does play out like a Hollywood story. And I'm, glad that, they were able, I'm glad that they were able to make it into a movie because it, it just, is incredible it just, stories. It really is. And just so you know how smart Katherine Johnson was, she graduated high school. I think she was 14, mm -hmm. college 18. Like they fast tracked this girl. She was a genius, like yeah, an absolute legitimate genius. genius. Mm -hmm. Yeah, legitimately a genius. So the story they tell, like Marky says, is just one small part of all the amazing things these women did. Mm -hmm. But the performances really kicked ass. And in between the lines, when I was just looking briefly at their Wikipedia pages, um, I know some of them. Uh, Catherine Johnson, I know like before, I don't know if it was during or before she took a job as uh, this, you know, human computer that she was teaching girls and black children mathematics because, you know, obviously they lived in the South. This is like in the Virginia area, right? They're working in, yes, they're working right. at Langley. That's the, this NASA and this, uh, these air centers are in Virginia. Um, still very much segregated during that time so to be able to, for her as brilliant of a person as she was to be able to teach uh kids that weren't able to get a proper education it was uh that you know is something special but you know like i said the movie it was a bit of a paint by numbers thing it 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 tugged at your heartstrings exactly when it meant to yeah. but uh the best thing about that movie was just the story that it told. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Can, cool. I, can I just say, like, 
like you're right. There is a bit of kind of like Hollywood cheese to it. Oh yeah, but <laughs> it, it's really fucking enjoyable cheese, and I'm yeah really glad they did it that way. So more people would watch this film because these ladies really deserve a fucking shit ton of recognition for yeah. what they went through and what they accomplished. So the more people that got to see this movie and got to know about what they've done, you know, the better. So it, it, yeah, I, I, I'm okay with the with the bit of Hollywoodness that was added to it. Yeah, so. yeah, me too, me too. Well, that's was, what I mean. Like, incredibly it, impressive women. Like I was, just, yeah, I was very surprised. Was unbelievable. I was very surprised to find out that if anything, they like dumbed it down with the, yeah, with the shit yeah. that they did. And, they did way more than they showed. Yeah. And the the events that they showed in the movie, those actually coincided at the same time. Usually, you know, Hollywood would kind of mesh things like, oh, this was in 1940, this was in 1960, but we'll just put them together in the same room and act like it happened at the same time. But they they did do that in this one. It was uh, Mary Jackson taking classes at this uh, all white high school, while Katherine Johnson was working in the flight research division, and Dorothy Vaughn was. Uh, what did you keep chuckling? Sorry, about? <laughs> sorry, sorry, nothing. Sorry, we're being sorry, we're being very immature. I apologize. But it's, and, and you know, it. These are very special people. It's, you don't uh, people like this only come around every hundred years or so, you know, and they all happen to be working in the same building. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really need to I'm see glad. this movie. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen well, it. Mark, I, Mark, you have to say I'm glad you appreciate. You know, you appreciated it for what it was, and yeah, it did have some Hollywood cheese, but you know, I am kind of glad it played out that way. You know, I mean, to yeah. DP's point, like. If it gets more people to see what the you know the story of these women that was the, the best part about it for the me better. Just because i started you know immediately digging into it i wanted to see like what this movie not got wrong but like i wanted to kind of learn for myself and yeah. then i was shocked to like be like holy shit like they barely scratched the surface on these people right they, they accomplished so fucking much they could have made a movie out of like any one of them marky Mark, yeah. can, I, can i ask you this question though i mean do you feel at all disappointed that they didn't really capture it all i mean no it, that was a beautiful uh window of time that they did it um because okay. you know that was that was a space race it, it probably would have taken like a five-hour movie to get yeah it. and it was a really yeah. it was a really there, you know there. important time in history with the you know with the space race like you said yes yeah Mark, yeah so know, it was to it was, capture that moment those you know that that time as a movie that, was, they were able to kind of make it more exciting because it was a little bit more drama involved with you know yeah the uh, uh you know trying to beat the russians into space and then uh, it describes how like we really didn't know what we were doing and there's a couple lines in that movie where they're trying to come up with a math that they don't know is there i forget how they word it but they're essentially creating new new equations or new ways to figure out yes what right. they need to accomplish so it's it's all groundbreaking stuff that they're doing and uh if they didn't have Catherine johnson there then there's a good chance that that it wouldn't have happened it would not probably i i bet you it would not have happened without her mm -hmm. yeah Which, because... by the way i i did i loved the the john glenn part of not you know, like won't go up until Catherine checks. Yeah, he, he needed her. <laughs> like, he needed her numbers. Uh, yeah. That's fucking awesome. It's like, get the get that smart girl, 
have her check the numbers before I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a really fucking cool Didn't scene. trust the IBM. Yeah. Like nope, the nope, computer nope. that took up the whole room. Right. right. No, no, no. They guys, they needed her. Guys, what is this on anything? What what's what streaming service is this on right now? I watched uh, it on Disney, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. It's not free. Disney oh, Plus. it is on Disney Plus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. I paid yeah. for it again today. Three ninety nine. Yeah. Damn it. Mom, I almost did. It. Right before I did, I Googled it and I saw that it was on Disney Plus. God yeah. damn it. I should have done that. <laughs> Um, it, it's it, it's fine. Four bucks. It's, it's a really cool movie. And, it's worth and, you know, four the, bucks. For the story. Sure. Yeah. The story is super cool. You know. And of course, you know Taraji does uh, oh, such an excellent oh, job. Great. She kills it. And Octavia so, Spencer deserved it, so, an, an acting nomination. You know, she also, did such a good job. She's amazing. What I found again in this research of mine was that uh, uh, at least the two of them, Catherine Johnson and Dorothy Vaughn. They once those IBM computers did make it into NASA, you know that Dorothy Vaughn was running that system, but they yes, were also right. the ones they programmed it. Like they put they pumped those computers full of their math, their calculations, so it could take over for them. Like it wasn't like it was stealing their jobs. They're the ones that gave it the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Fucking it's incredible awesome. stuff, man. It's awesome, yeah. 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 Super cool. Super inspirational movie. It's one of those ones that like, yeah. You know, kind of brings a tear to your eye in certain yeah. scenes, and you know, gives you right, goosebumps. Right. It's like and super inspirational like, and really cool. You, so. you end up hating people for being people. You're like, God damn it, <laughs> you piece of shit honkies! Yeah, fucking Jim Parsons is like a bit of a cunt, <laughs> total <laughs> douchebag. Yeah, yeah, fucking but Sheldon Co- Cooper. But Costner mm-hmm. sees it, like his character, the the guy in charge of everything. He sees it. So that's yeah. what. Yeah. Um, he needed to see it though he had to see it it was so right in front of your face you have to see it that's what they uh they were kind of uh famously known for at that time like what uh you know they just wanted they 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 knew that they, they wanted to beat the russians and they couldn't afford to you know be pricks and racist yeah so they just yeah. like started like like all um, that mattered was the math and the science and then they just give a fuck re- recruited the, the smartest people right, they could right. yeah yeah and Fucking she cool. was the smartest person in the room yeah yeah and so that did happen like the, in every room she was in she was the smartest person the desegregation of the bathrooms and the cafeterias and everything that did happen at nasa I don't think it was as climactic as Kevin Costner taking a crowbar to a sign. No, 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 no. <laughs> they did actually. Uh, that did happen. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, a movie I'd recommend to people. It's it's worth yeah. watching, and it's a great, great story. So mm-hmm. awesome, awesome pick, AJ. So next, Marky, you picked a pick yeah. for Tim. Yeah. Well, what pick did you pick? That is correct. I just love saying pick for pick. So. I, I wanted to what say what pick it. did you pick for the, Tim? The pick that I picked for Tim is the movie called The King, and it was uh, released on Netflix. Probably produced, you know, paid for or bought by Netflix. All that good jazz. It's uh, loosely based on King Henry the Fifth, I believe. And from what I found out, it's more of an adaptation of some a series of Shakespearean plays because, you know, that uh, period of history, people kind of all spin it and twist it from what I've learned. Not that much of a historian in that area, but it's got a great cast. Timothy Chalamet plays the young King Henry V. Uh, his older brother dies. He gets thrust into the, the throne. He doesn't want to be king. 
Um, Joel Edgerton is his buddy, but it's like a, a like a not a maybe not a general, but he's somewhat high standing in the army, and he kind of uh, comes back to the army because of his buddy King that needs him. Um, and then there's Robert Pattinson that plays it's, it's the French King or the French Prince, correct Tim? Yes. Yeah. He, well, yeah, he's the, uh, he's a son of uh, Charles the sixth. Um, I thought uh, Will Smith was the French Prince. Oh no. The fresh, fresh, fresh. That's fresh. Sorry, that's up bad. the bell there. This is France. Uh, yeah. yeah. DP go back to mute. Um, there you go. Um, yeah. He's a, a bumbling idiot son of uh, Charles the sixth. That's yeah. Robert Pattinson, who I didn't so, even know was in the movie until I an hour in. That's really. a fun surprise, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I'm very much enjoying uh, what Robert Pattinson's been doing lately. Um, but I picked this movie for you, quite, quite honestly, because when it was the topic of uh, pick a pick, I googled biopics because I was like, I don't fucking know, and the King popped up on there, and I was like, Oh, I saw the King. I liked it, Tim. That's what you're gonna watch. So I thought it was a pretty good movie. It's one of the ones that. Uh, pleasantly surprised me for being a, a quote-unquote free viewing on netflix um you know pretty well produced yeah. had some good casting and uh a little bit of history there that i wasn't uh don't know much about of course it is an adaptation mm-hmm. so what do you think of the movie so you you liked it marky i did yeah Okay, so since you like it, I fucking hate it. All right. Yeah, I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I despise it. In fact, I tried to kill myself at one point during the movie because mm. I hated it so much. I ran the warm water in my bathtub and I thought about slitting my wrists the long way because I hated it so much. I think you fucked lying. that up, didn't you? No, I kind of <laughs> liked the movie. No, I, 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 it was, um, it, it, so, okay, so let me just uh, quick caveat here. So I was a history major in college. Um, That's right, I love yeah. history. I watch a shitload of history. I study history still and love it. It's a passion of mine. Granted, I haven't studied a lot of 15th century British history, um, but I, I was familiar with Edward V and Edward VI. His, uh, it's, it's Edward. Up, I, was, I think I was incorrectly saying Henry. Maybe I'm sorry. You're right. I'm so sorry. You're right. You're right. Edward's the cunt in France. I apologize. Uh, Henry. It is Henry. Okay. It's Henry. Cause he went by how um, Prince Henry V. In fact, when he did die, his youngest, he had a son that was like, I don't know, a month old who was the King for like the next 60 fucking years. But oh, anyways, I, I don't know a ton about that, uh, but I did know a little bit. And so, so when I saw some of the weird historical inaccuracies, I was like, all right. Uh, I don't, you know, I was, I was questioning it at first, yeah. but then I kind of looked it up and I'm like, okay, well this it's, it's also part and parcel with Shakespeare's plays, So it's not necessarily true to form. So I suspended that and I just went, uh-huh. all right, I'm just going to focus on the movie. And um, it was pretty good. I thought Timothy Chalamet was fucking awesome. Yeah, I man. mean, that scene um, where, he, where he was rallying the troops before that big war when they were in France um, was, was, harrowing i mean like it was like he had me because he's like this little like 135 pound dude Mm -hmm. and he's young and he the way uh, just the the passion the emotion when he was rallying the guys i felt fucking fired up like i i wanted to go kill some french pricks at that point but um the the movie itself was good i thought it was solid i thought the acting was good i thought the story arc was good there was a nice little twist at the end mm-hmm. um you know with that you know for guys if you haven't seen it i don't want to give it away because it is definitely worth a watch i'm not going to give it away too much but you know a guy that was kind of his trusted ally wasn't 
everything he really was. And I actually really liked that character, you know, up until the end. Um, you know, there were definitely some weird liberties that they took. That I was like, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But um, again, once you suspend what actually happened historically, it is a very entertaining movie. And one of the things I really liked about it too was um, the battle scenes were for me were really accurate it wasn't like a bunch of dudes flipping around and spinning around and doing cool like super gritty yeah like double-handed sword moves and this and any there was yeah right there was nothing flashy about any they're all bumbling just smashing into each other yeah none of them were i mean a couple of them had like some decent skills like timothy chalamet actually had some decent skills but like that first fight he had against percy in the beginning very like that was yeah that wasn't like a very like skilled fight or it noble just, it was just like it was, and that's one thing I, you mentioned how small they were that's one thing i liked about it because they are like they're they're nobility that are thrust into this position so they're they're quite literally boys yeah yeah but like they're killing each other yeah and it, it looks like children fighting to the death <laughs> yeah no i mean that's what it was and, and like i said like these fights weren't like these epic you know skilled fights they were just dudes who had limited training who were thrust into these spots that had to fight and kill each yeah. other. And they weren't particularly flashy. They were just kind of cool. Like, I mean, they were just kind of like, Oh, it looked like if you would, if any of us fucking threw down with each other, we yeah. know what the fuck we're doing. Put down um, your pitchfork and pick up a sword. And yeah. Like, and they were like, what? They, yeah, they like ran out of gas after like a minute and a half. Like they were just, mm-hmm. it was very, very um, realistic. I, I, I liked yeah. that about the movie. Um, there were things I didn't love i thought um um i thought some of it was a little cheesy in spots um but but not not to the point where it made me not like the movie um i you know i thought some of the um grant like he had like a couple of like trusted advisors who kept like oh king you can't do this and you can't do this i'm like i've seen these fucking guys in every single one of these type of movies and it, it, it got a little much at points but I don't know, man. I enjoyed the movie. I actually watched it this afternoon. Uh, the way I wanted to watch it earlier in the week, but the way my schedule worked out, I watched it this afternoon. It was highly entertaining. Again, Timothy Chalamet was excellent. Um, Robert Pattinson for me was like the best fucking Came out character. of nowhere. He was the best character in the movie. He was such a cunt. Yeah. Um, I, I thought he did a nice job pretending to be French. I thought he did. I thought he did a nice he did job. Good. Yeah, I, I have no. A French guy wanted to speak English in the movie. I thought he did a nice job. Also, not to spoil it too much, but he seems so evil, and then come to find out, like maybe that's not the case. I mean, he it still is evil, but like no, you know, he was more of a bumbling idiot. And, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, right. In the end, you kind of find out some. Uh, um, you find in out that, things, in but, that sense, it 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 does play out like a classic Shakespearean exactly exactly that's actually part of what i liked and then there was also kind of at the end there was the um like that strong shakespeare used to have these um a lot of his plays had these women who were very very insightful um usually back then they were played by men but they were supposed to be women um as it should be and like yeah and the uh (laughs) you're right yeah and you know the the girl that he ends up marrying the daughter of the king of france Mm -hmm. who is by the way is johnny depp's daughter that actress um uh she had she was the one who kind of added some insight at the end that kind of got him across the finish line and he figured some things out so yeah listen man it was it was a solid flick i absolutely recommend it am i jumping up and down saying it should be in the vault nah not quite 
Um, but it was a good movie. I, I appreciate the uh, the thought, and I I had, I had a good time good time viewing it. it. T.W. Have you seen uh, Animal Kingdom? Of course. The well, the, the Australia, not the show, the the movie, the Australian, the Australian movie. one. Yeah, it's outstanding. Same, same director. Mm. Yeah. Okay, and Joel and Joel Edgerton again. He's is yeah, he in Joel the, Edgerton. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. I, 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 um, uh, I was looking. If I'm being honest about Edgerton in this movie, I, I was I, maybe I was looking for a little more from him. Although I did look into his because he's a he's a fictional character. I forget his name. Fall, fall, uh, fuck. Yeah, I can't remember. He's a fictional character. Uh, well, that Shakespeare. Uh, Nava, yeah, not work here anymore. Three guy. weeks, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a fictional Shakespeare character, um, and he's more of kind of like in a lot of the Shakespeare work, he's more of kind of like a jester, kind of dummy, kind of guy. Where he's definitely hmm. not that the king. He's a hardened ex-military, ex-soldier, bad mother. Well, he turned into a drunk, but then you know, you, you guys yeah. will see the movie at some point. Um, I, I I was hoping for a little more out of him, but I think for you know what he was tasked with, I thought he did a nice job. Yeah, dude, it's a solid flick. Um, yeah, again, I'm an Edgerton fan. Edgerton's good, yeah. man. And, but if you're gonna tune in for this movie, it's for two performances. It's for Chalamet because I thought he was great, and Pattinson. Just you know, kinda, Pattinson kind of surprises you in this movie. He's, he, he's nice. That's what this movie did for me. Was it it uh, brought Timothy Chalamet to the front of my attention? Um, and now I am super fucking pumped for this movie Dune that is coming out where he plays uh, young Duke Atreides as the lead. So Timothy Chalamet, man, he's he's got nowhere but up to go. Well, I mean, a friend of mine was just asking me earlier about that. Has, have any of us seen that movie that got all the nominations with Timothy Chalamet that Call, Call Me, me by, by Your, your name? name? Yeah, I've never I seen it. I have not. No. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Lucy alongside of that, Army Hammer? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, cannibal I, himself. Yeah, he Harvey drinks Hammer. blood. Apparently, that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Andrew's uh, buddy. Yeah, your hero. buddy Harvey's boy. Um, <laughs> my buddy. You mean? Yeah, right. Oh, sorry. Your your buddy's buddy's, Danny's buddy's boy. Oh, yeah. I lost track. Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, that that's a movie we all should probably see at some point. It got great. Call me reviews. by your name. Yeah, it got great reviews. It got a number of um, uh, Academy Award nominations. Timothy yep. Chalamet specifically. Including him, I was yep. talking to a friend, my friend Emily, earlier. We were talking. She's like, have you ever seen that? Because I was telling her about The King. And I'm like, no. She's like, that movie's fucking incredible. So it's a movie we should see at some point. But uh, yeah. yeah, Mark, you know, I appreciate I appreciate the pick, man. I liked it. It's good. It's yeah, a solid, you know, movie. I uh, also very much enjoy, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's nice when you're just kind of flipping through the the selections you're like i don't know what to watch and i go this looks okay i'll check it out and it was without knowing anything about it it was very pleasantly surprised so it may have felt more for me than maybe it did for you because well i don't know maybe you didn't know anything about it either but i just uh was you know surprised by timothy chalamet's performance love seeing joel edgerton did not know robert pattinson was going to be in it um just the overall budget of the movie like it was great scenery great costumes you know the uh the scale of the battles all of that was uh very cool and i hadn't seen like a good medieval movie true quote unquote i'm medieval. surprised robert pattinson was in that i thought the lighthouse would have killed him you know? yeah man like yeah. i mark yeah i hadn't like really seen like a fun you know 15th 16th 17th century yeah, since, right? like i watched that show the fucking tutors like I hadn't seen really anything from that time that I liked since then, but I did like this. So yeah, good yeah, shit. I'm glad you did. Hmm. Wow. So unless unless we got anything else, Marky, I mean we can move on to the yeah. The oh, yeah. I think, I think I'll, we. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pop that in at some point. 
Yeah, you, you guys should check it out. You Worth know, a watch, uh, boys. That's what she said. Exactly what Timmy said. I, I think we pretty much covered it. We don't want to give away any more. Check it out. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, that moves us over to Tim. Tim, did you pick a pick for someone? And if you did pick this pick, what pick did you pick and for who? <laughs> that makes sense. DP, you know damn well who I picked. Oh, that's right. You pick picked a pick for me. All right, so tell everyone what pick you picked for me. You know goddamn well what pick I picked for you. <laughs> the biopic and pick and fuck. Uh, yeah, I picked, uh, I picked, I think it was 2014 this movie came out, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, tell you in a second. Off. I don't know. Um, 17. It, it, 2017. What was 14? Anywho. Anywho. Oh, Love that and was, Mercy was, Love and Mercy, Mercy was 2014. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, DP, I picked this movie that I, I love. It's uh, got some, it got some Academy Award love. It is Margot Robbie. It is Allison Jenny. Uh, it is I, Tanya. It's the retelling of the Tanya Harding story. Um, it's basically about her life and her upbringing. And then of course, uh, what transpired with her uh, real winner boyfriend orchestrating uh, a, a attack on Nancy Kerrigan at the Olympics in what was that? 94? Four? Yes, 94 Olympics. Um, Crazy. I only remember, I didn't even look that up. I only remember 94 because I remember being in middle school when I was making fun of Nancy Kerrigan and one of my friend's mothers yelled at me for making fun of them. I remember I was in middle school when that happened. So <laughs> that's the only reason I remember that. That was a total guess. But um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a gr- uh, great flick. Allison Janney got, uh, ran away with Best Supporting Actress all across the award. She won the Golden. She won Best, uh, she won the Academy. Uh, she did really, really great. It's an awesome movie. Margot Robbie can get it. Um, it's it's Really? Uh, yeah, it's a, a <laughs> highly, yeah, yeah, right? It's highly, uh, I didn't even look up what it is around Tomatoes, but I feel like it's up near the 90s. Uh, great, great flick. DP, what did you think of it? Dude, I really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually kind of bumps me out because like I, I was, you know, 18 years old, 19 years old when all this was going on between Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. And uh, Tanya Harding was fucking hated in mm-hmm. this country. But when you watch this movie, like you really kind of feel for her. Yeah. Right. And like, I feel like if she was around nowadays with social media and everything, her story would have been told more and she wouldn't have been so hated. So it, that part kind of bumps me out. But the film itself, like uh, like I said, Alison Cheney got all this love and, uh, you know, <clears throat> Margot Robbie also got some nominations. But I think the person who really criminally overlooked is Sebastian Stan. I knew you were going to say him. Dude, him, like, like obviously, because I'm, clearly the marvel clearly. boy so you know i know him as bucky it took me about 20 minutes into the movie before i even realized that, that was sebastian stan like that's what a great performance it was i had is no that, idea uh, is him. that is that the guy that played jeff galuli in the movie that's the yes. boyfriend yeah he, yeah, he yeah, plays yeah jeff galuli yeah you get galuli if you get galuli you get galuli yeah <laughs> But yeah, him and his fucking dumbass friend Sean. <laughs> dude, he he was it's my favorite. So good, dude. He is the guy insane. that plays Richard Jewell in the Clinties. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, like some of the shit I really loved. I loved the 
the fourth wall breaking shit they did all the time yeah, where, yeah. you know they cut from her telling the story to showing the scene to her breaking the fourth wall in the scene to continue telling the story i thought that was a cool device they used dp, uh, DP there, sorry there was one point where like literally like like the boyfriend's banging her and she looks back at the camera and says yeah <laughs> like it's it's so the yeah. fourth wall shit is so ridiculous yeah like he's smacking her in the in the, across the face <laughs> of the truck and like her head spins over and she looks in the camera like this happened all the time <laughs> just, it, it was just it was a fun device they used to you know make the movie funnier and uh, like you said the performances were great and it makes you feel bad for Tanya Harding because she did. She's kind a of, tragic figure. She, she is. really is. Like you forget she, uh, you know, not to get all into the whole skating aspect of it, but like the first woman to ever land a triple axel. Big. Not door, even right? the first one to land it. The first one to ever fucking try it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah, land yeah, it. Yeah. And like she was just a fucking powerhouse. Yet. You know, because she wasn't a rich prissy cunt like uh, yeah, she was white trash. Kerrigan. Yeah, yeah the, she was. the judges yeah. didn't like yeah. her, and yeah. yep. kind of got screwed over. But she was so goddamn good; she was just undeniable. It she didn't matter; they didn't her, like her. Her the ridiculous amounts of power she had on the ice yeah. was unlike any skater you will right, ever right, see right. ever she again. Was... Before or ever again. There's just nobody. Right. It was her. like unprecedented. Because she she's did. not, she wasn't tall either. Like she didn't have that, like kind of, that was long kind of like, cause the, the thing with the, the figure skating, it's either you're good if you're either really, really short or really, really tall. Mm -hmm. And Nancy Kerrigan was tall. And you have like people like Michelle Kwan that were really, really, really tiny. The, uh, Tanya Hardy was more of like five foot four, uh, you know, kind of fucking out Jack. Yeah, she was, cause yeah, like, yeah, she had like the, her legs were super strong. Great shape. Great shape. How do you guys know this much about figure skating? Because Marky, yeah, because Marky, Marcelotta, we live in the Northeast. Mark, you know, yeah, and Marky, and, here, and in 1994, here. when you were how old in 1994? When you uh, were just eight. a glimmer in your right, um, <laughs> or eight. Uh, yeah. One of the two. the figure skating uh, in the Olympics was even before Nancy Kerrigan got her knee smashed. It was like. It was constantly on the news. It was always like it was. It was a big dramatic thing, uh, because Nancy Kerrigan was taken on. I forget the bitch that ended up beating her. Remember the girl that got the DUI? I forget her name. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Katarina uh, Witt. Was that no, was? no, or that was Oksana Bayul. Yes, Oksana Bayul. She won the gold. It was <laughs> yeah. that was a big thing. It was. Wow, it was we Oksana went, no, Bayul. Way too much. It, was, it was Nancy Kerrigan, but but. Tanya Harding, again, long before the knee smash happened, Tanya Harding was this kind of dark horse Olympic, yeah, you know, like this outsider. girl's got the goods. Yeah, she's got the goods. She's got the skill to win. Like, it was it was a great news story. So it was constantly on the news. I mean, it was shoved mm -hmm. in. And plus, Nancy Kerrigan was from Stoneham, which is yeah. literally two towns over from Burlington where we grew up. So it was thrown Can I say my, uh, my, my brief time working for Blockbuster Video, as we mentioned multiple times, one of my customers... Nancy Kerrigan. I used to see oh, her shit. all the time. Yeah. She came in and rented movies from us oh, all the shit. time. Yeah. She's a bit of a bitch, but hey. Oh, big Allegedly? Can I say allegedly no, and get away no, with it? I don't no, know. no, no. Get away with it. You already <laughs> said she was a bitch. She's a bitch, fucker. You have to knowledge. That's not alleged. That's your opinion. Yeah, you're right. All right. My okay. opinion. She was a yeah. bitch. That's was this before or after she got kneecapped? This was uh, after the kneecapping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she got what? the spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah. By the way, she has that brief cameo in uh, Blades of Glory. Remember? 
Oh, really? oh my God, yeah. Like that whole thing with Chaz Michael Michaels. And she looked good. She was probably like in her 50s. I'm like, that girl can still get it. Like, Jesus Christ. Anywho, anywho, what I'm saying, Marky, I was trying to get to you why we know so much about skating is that girl literally grew up two towns over yeah, from no where shit. she grew up. So it was always in the news. But um, it's, it's such an interesting story. DP, DP, can I just say it? And I'm sure you'll probably, you probably can speak to this from seeing the movie. What I liked, I think, the most about this movie outside of Allison Janney, who was fucking ridiculous. Great. Um, what I liked was this incident that happened when it happened in reality it was like the biggest news story in the country it was this horrendous attack by these awful this movie did such a good job illustrating just how moronic and what group of ass clowns actually pulled this thing off right because these guys were fucking idiots and this was the biggest news story in the country it was horrific it was awful they were like you know the scenes of nancy kerrigan screaming and grabbing your knee and it was orchestrated by a a couple of the biggest fucking idiots this country has ever seen the bumbling morons and And this movie illustrates that so beautifully oh and the movie made 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 many efforts to show you just how much how moronic these two dudes were motherfuckers did not know what they were doing they were clueless (laughs) the scene of the guy like waiting outside where he thinks Nancy Kerrigan is training. Yeah. And he moves his car every 10 minutes so he won't draw suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) One car in a parking lot moving every 10 minutes. You couldn't be more suspicious. Like, just such idiots. jack wagons oh my god were. fucking guys were absolute idiots and and like really at the end of the day like i don't i you know i i feel bad for her it did make you feel bad for her and i don't think she had anything to do with it but i do think she had knowledge of what was yeah, going she on. Knew something was she knew something down. she definitely yeah. knew something Wait, and Nancy it, Kerrigan, or you no, mean right? No, she Tanya wasn't Tanya. right. She Tanya. wasn't oh, completely yeah, yeah, yeah. oblivious to it. Like she, she wasn't complicit in the crime, but she knew those fucking morons were up to something. Yeah. And again, I just loved how stupid these guys. That was the most entertaining part of the movie for me. Oh, big time. Was how moronic these fucking guys were who pulled off like the fucking assault of the century. <laughs> like there was all over the news. It was <laughs> national news, and it was orchestrated by a bunch of fucking ass clowns. I absolutely love that about the movie. Yeah. And the the friend Sean like and I love that they had actual interview footage of him sitting there <laughs> saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm an anti-terrorism expert." Oh my like, god. Like, what do you mean? How are you an expert? Oh, they said it in a magazine. <laughs> what Dude, magazine? He- I don't know, some magazine said I'm an expert. <laughs> like, He's my so favorite. Fucking asshole. Oh my God, the movie's so good. Marky, you've seen I, Tanya? Yeah, I have. And it's my, my two favorite parts about that movie. My my number one favorite part about that movie is when Sean is doing that monologue that spans over like state borders when yeah. he's just like <laughs> uh, blowing himself up, like uh, pumping his accolades. That's where he's mm-hmm. talking. It's like, I'm an undercover, you know, that's what he's going on. I'm an undercover <laughs> terrorism expert. And he's just like staring out the window while eating chips, like a fat piece of shit. <laughs> that's, that guy is hilarious. And then uh, I think it coincides with my second favorite scene is uh, when Sebastian Stan playing the boyfriend, he's driving his buddy, Sean, the guy's just in the background talking about how badass he is. And then Jeff's driving and they drive like a couple states over to Tanya's uh, ice skating practice. And then Jeff gets out there and he's at the top of the bleachers. He's like, 
hey, Tanya, no, fuck you. He just like screams it from the top of the bleachers. Just so he could get the last word. Yeah, yeah, because they, they had a fight on the phone before that. He kept hanging yeah. up and wouldn't let him get the last word. Yeah. So he drove all the way there and screamed across the ice rink, fuck you. And she smiled. Yeah, subtle, subtlety was awesome. not his strength or, or no. his buddy's strength. Yeah. No. Yeah. These oh. guys are about as subtle as uh <laughs> yeah about as subtle as a kick in the nuts. I mean yeah. it's, it's, it's uh I, so DP you loved it. I did yeah all right Thor- thoroughly enjoyed it like so said, this- the fourth wall breaking stuff really kind of good, fucking yeah. brought it home for so me. This- I loved it. This they really me- they really did a good job of that of highlighting like mm-hmm. they using the fourth wall breaking and also showing just how moronic those two dudes were. The best, um, yeah. which but, which which makes it all the sad makes her more of a tragic figure. Just knowing just that these two that morons yeah. the that she was even associated her, that her she was mother, even associated oof. with these two yeah. morons and yeah. with that crazy mother. Yeah, of hers. and GP, GP, I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't take a couple of minutes to talk about the Alice and Janney performance. Yes, uh, I, I wanted it, to get it, to that. I mean, it's yeah. it's legitimately. I mean, like I said, she ran away with the awards that year. Yeah, um, she had top of the class. It. God, I mean, I, I loved her. I, obviously, I loved her performance, but I loved her character arc too. Because just when mm-hmm. you kind of thought at the end that she had come full circle and really loved her daughter, she yeah, really she had didn't. a recording device on she her, was yeah. fucking her. Like, I mean, that's but all there she is. Did. There's also that kind of like duality of her just being a fucking bitch, but the fact that she's such a bitch was making Tanya a better skater. Yeah. yeah. You know, like when she paid the yeah, guy to s- sit there and call her trailer trash mm-hmm. and got her all fucking amped up and she went out and crushed her fucking routine. Yeah. Like it it kind of yeah, makes you go back and forth whether you love her or hate it's her. A terrible but, mother. But Oh, uh, she's a monster. It's fucking yeah. working, so But honestly the performance blue chip like it was a yeah, very excellent yeah. performance. And guys, by the way, I meant to look this up. The 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 girl the little girl that plays Tanya. Mm-hmm. That girl, I know her from something, and I, I I can't. I meant to look it up, and I didn't. Um, but that little girl's great. And there's that scene when the when the uh, her father leaves, and she's crying in front of the car, and she's trying to get him to stop stop her from going. It is absolutely heartbreaking. It's an unbelievably heartbreaking scene, and it really sets the stage for like the rest of her life as an adult. And it was oh my god. That part broke my heart. I got, I got to look that girl up to see what she's in. I know her from something else. Uh, she's awesome. And um, yeah, like yeah, I said, but the, the, I, I thought they did like the, the whole thing. Uh, I just thought like when really... the dad was leaving and she said, don't leave that's, me yeah, with her. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As he's like, trying, don't great. leave me. Yeah. <laughs> and the mother's just standing there. Yeah, it's awful. Her name's McKenna Grace. I know her ah, from yes. something. Re, re, AJ, read what she's from. She filmography. In... Yeah, she was in. Oh, geez, nothing. She I've the Hands- Handmaid's Tale, uh, Young that. Sheldon, no, Annabelle. Fuller House, Annabelle no. Comes Home, Designated no. Survivor. Yes, Troop Zero. That's, That's what you know her from. Designated That's Survivor. It. Yeah, it plays. She plays a daughter in Designated Survivor. Yes, um, it's actually a fucking great show. It's, all, it's on Netflix <laughs> it's right now. It's a great so show, guys. Check, check that out. shit out. It's really awesome. Um, but yeah, DP, I'm happy you liked it. I, I love that. Yeah, movie. So I, I, I never... thoroughly enjoyed it. I give it, I was going to give it a solid four, but I'm going to give it four and a quarter just to make it vault eligible. Well, well but that, le- that leads me to my next point. We've all seen it. 
right? Mm-hmm. Does this movie, AJ, Mark, Gibb, for some reason, you're both looking at your phones right now, and it's annoying me. It's uh, not. I'm, I'm looking, looking at, at my laptop. I'm looking at the IMDb Same thing, page. AJ. Same I'm thing. I'm looking at the IMG page for I, Tonya on my me laptop. Too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Galuli. Galuli. Oh, you my Galuli. God. Galuli. Uh, but guys, Such that, an ass clown. I guess that brings me to the question. I knew you were going to bring it up. Does I, Tonya, go, go into the vault? vault? I, I mean, vote yes. It's a solid four and a quarter for me. It's original enough. I was, uh, I liked it, the movie way more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. know the only thing I know about ice skating at all is that it's done on at, ice. At, at, it's done on ice. Sometimes Disney's involved. And at one point, yeah. some chick got her knee bashed in. Yeah, and that's right? what the story is. Right. But. Hey. It, I fucking love this movie. It it's was an great. awesome movie. AJ, yeah. AJ, this this comes down to you. Does I Tanya go into the vault? So, not only I mean we haven't talked enough about just before I give my answer. Yes, Allison Janney won an Oscar. We talked about Sebastian Stan and his buddy and the just the moronic just Clowns. but they do a good job, right? They Clowns. nail the performances. Yeah. But Margot Robbie, I never she knew, was. I thought she was. Yes. She did a lot of the skating herself, too. I she thought learned she how to skate for it. I thought she was spectacular in this movie. She yeah. And she didn't, I don't think she got enough love. No, like, it's I criminal. Think, it's criminal. I think she's tremendously talented. I, think I see she, her on a different level. She was pit, yeah, she was pitch perfect in the role. And I am in favor of putting it in the vault. I yeah, think this is such a cool movie. It's unique. It's different. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not what you expect it to be when you per- turn it on. You're like, Oh, I heard this was good. Won an Oscar for acting for Allison Janney. You put it on and it's not what you think it is. Yes. It's yeah. not even close to what you think it is. And to your point, TW, the, it, you feel bad for Tanya at the end of it. Like you just you feel bad for this woman. Like yeah. poor girl. Yeah, like, she's painted as the villain, but yet at the end you're like, oh, she ain't the villain. Fuck, I feel bad yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah it's like she's, she's just surrounded by pieces of shit and Pieces of shit that she never had any recourse to do anything about it. You know, she had yeah. a shitty, she had a sh- kind of a shitty life. Horrible she had a hard life. go of it for sure. You know, oh, she God. had a really shitty life. She was she was uh participating in a rich girl sport as a poor girl. I mean, mm-hmm. that is fucking with horrible. with with extreme talent. Like with, I mean, if this girl had money, she would have every gold medal you could have ever yes. fucking won. Yeah, that, that was one of the things I took away from it too. Like, which if makes she was born tragic, into a different right? family, different she's, story. She's yeah. not a, she's not a, just a tragic movie character. She's a tragic human being. Because yeah. you're right, AJ. AJ, like if she if she was rich or even upper middle class, this girl would have would have won a gold medal. Talented, she'd have beaten she'd have yeah. beaten Nancy Kerrigan. She would have beaten Oksana Bayul's and ass. Think about it. Think about it. Right? Like, think of if, if her circumstances were different. She wouldn't have been associating with these fucking morons. She wouldn't have been. No, she, she wouldn't have Galooly. had. You know, if she had an actual caring mother. Like if she grew up in a norm, even not even rich, just like a nice household and with some money yeah. that she could actually do this and, you know, and, and actually live a healthy mental life. She could have, she was so talented. She, she, like you said, she would have been a multiple time gold medalist, yeah, you know? And, and DP, mm-hmm. I will say one of the things that was speaking of the fourth wall, one of the things I did like was gluely claiming that the domestic uh, assault and the domestic violence wasn't so one-sided. Like she used to kick the shit out of him too. Yeah, 
fired a shotgun at him at one point, which I would not. I mean, I mean, Tanya Harding did celebrity death match. Like she's not against violence. Oh, I that's mean, right. Yeah. I mean, she that, that bitch will throw down. So I'm not saying right. I mean, when you get punched in the face enough, look, you start look, yeah, exactly. I'm not We're, diminishing you know what, what I mean? happened. To yeah, her. if if you're if if you're in these abusive relationships, you're gonna have to yeah. fight back at, at some, some point. point. Oh, right? Of course, of course. Back. And she was a hardened bitch who was raised by a hardened bitch mother. You think you're, this mm-hmm. girl's just gonna lay down and let you kick the shit out of her? No way. So I'm, you I'm, I'm glad we spent a little time on what Margaret Robbie did here because she really, I think she. She was pitched yeah, perfect. Awesome. AJ, she I mean, before it. I Tanya, she had come to, to come to fame from Wolf of Wall Street. And look, she was great in right. that movie, but she was a sex symbol in that in that movie. I Tanya, half the movie, she's got a fucking mullet. Like she, I, I got even in braces. Like I she, even, she encapsulated. I still get it at that point, but like she still, encapsulated it wasn't, that northeastern uh, trailer trash person mm-hmm. and oh, did it yeah. so good. Oh yeah, that kind of like uh, pitch perfect. Was, uh, yeah, I yeah. can't remember if it was Dan or Tim talking earlier tonight saying that uh about paul giamatti when someone does a role so well that you hate them on you know another side of that is when someone does a role so well that you forget who they are yeah that's mm-hmm. a, that's what yep. she did here she yeah, absolutely that's what Marco did, did. Yeah. yeah you're right asia she probably deserved more love did she even get did she get like a golden she or... got some nominations didn't she dp yeah she she was nominated but she didn't get any wins but yeah she was nominated for i think uh golden and an oscar good and i think you know it. i i think and i i I'd have to look it up, but I think there was some good nominees that year. I forget who won um, best know. actress, but you know, it's it all depends on the year Dude. you go up, you know. And that movie is fucking funny. The Richard Jewell guy it's that hysterical. plays oh, Bat God, Friend yeah. Sean is he's fucking he's so hilarious. Funny. DP, he's on that show Kingdom. Right? Yes. Like a, I fucking love him on, in that he's show. He's on Cobra Kai. He's on Cobra Kai. He's, uh, well, oh, that's right. Yeah. He was um, the, what the fuck is his the stupid one, like, name? Adult oh, guy he's that dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what is his stupid ass name on that show? Oh, Some fuck, animal name, yeah. right? Because he's got the fucking <laughs> mohawk. He looks like an asshole. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's hilarious on that show. So, yeah, I know that guy's right. That guy's. Great. Guys actually got some acting chops. He's pretty good. So, um, hilarious. All right. So, yeah, DP, I'm happy you liked it. Right. Um, yeah. And it goes into the motherfucking vault, baby. Nice. Woo, woo. I think it's pretty well that's the That's the noise when it goes <laughs> into right. the vault. I wish we had a more official noise, but it's that for now <laughs> till we make more money. All right. So, uh, or any money. So, all right, boys. So, um, I guess that's it, right? For the week. Should we? Uh, I think that. Pretty much sums up everything. Yeah, kind of real quick. Uh, actually, yeah. Before we wrap anything up, uh, I, I do want to say one more time. Oh, here like we- apparently uh, on iTunes, like anytime you get a rating or a review, it like boosts the show. So if you're listening, just fucking give us a quick rating and a review. You don't have to write anything. You don't have to write a novel. Just rate review it and it call, fucking calls up calls pumps, a pumps up the podcast yeah. Yeah. really really Super quick helpful. before we move on francis mcdormand for three billboards outside having missouri that's one fair. Best act, actress that year that's oh, okay. so she was a runaway for that award so but you know at least they got some love for um for allison janney thankfully and um it got you know a nomination i think uh for something else as well um Achievement in film editing. So it got three Oscar nominations. It was a really good film. It's, it's in the vault too. Now. It's in the vault, bitch. That's it. Hell yeah. 
DP, if you want to bring that down to the vault this week, and you guys want you want to have lunch again, and yeah, drink sounds like a plan. Scotch, and we'll expense it. I'll send the invoice over. AJ, do you handle invoices now, or is that? I, I will. I'm the hotshot banker. So All right, yeah, yeah. Give it to one. Give it to one of your interns. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it over. Fine. Uh, uh, All right. AKA so, my employees. So I get. I, I guess technically, next week is my pick. Although Marky, I kind of stole your pick a couple of weeks ago when it was your turn for the vault because you were were feeling a little overwhelmed. Um, Fuck so I. Whoa. That's that's new right there. Hey, whoa, um, whoa, whoa. That's very AJ. new. That's very new. The man crush is over, apparently. But <laughs> um uh Marky, if you want to pick something next week, feel free. If not, I'd be happy to take care of it. You know, I lately have had no problem uh relinquishing these ideas and just being along for the ride. All right, I'm, so uh, overwhelmed have- with baby and work. Yeah, I have a little note in my phone. Actually, guys, this could be a fun little segment because just really, really quick, because um, what I do is when I'm really hammered, I put in um, ideas into my phone of what would uh, fun topics would be. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's just see what craziness. Do you only do it when you're drunk? Hmm primarily i would say all right because that's all i want to hear is your drunk ideas i don't give a fuck about sober ideas yeah because i'm look i'm reading this really quick right now and i don't remember doing any of this so uh this is none of it's in english weirdly somehow you wrote it all in swahili no dp dp i'm actually you know me i'm very (laughs) you know my grammar is a big thing action uh, here's my drunken ideas that i that i put in you guys ready for a little artist spotlight corner and this is called (laughs) tw's drunken uh movie council concept ideas um (laughs) this is the first one it's uh i I typed action comedy movie sequels that are actually good (laughs) they are kind of few and far between the fuck is that (laughs) well terminator Uh, 2 is probably what you're thinking of Oh, that's, that's not action comedy. That's not action comedy. Oh, action comedy. I'll be honest, I wasn't fully paying attention to what you just oh, yeah, said. Like Here Rush Hour yeah. 2 is quite the drop off from Rush Hour. So yeah, get what you're saying. Uh here's this other one. When did a movie franchise jump the shark? <laughs> what the fuck? After, after Terminator 2. These are all revolving around Terminator 2, I think. Uh then I th- okay, we've brought this up the Sam Rockwell spotlight. We've brought that up recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote drafts. We're going to draft people, apparently. Oh. Yeah, I don't know I, what any of that means. I'm down with that. I literally like have a, no like idea a, what that like means. A, like a fantasy draft? That would yeah. Be cool. yeah but like, from, like draft our, our actors that we want on our, our acting team? Yeah, like that's your boy. Remember that? Yeah, like, right. uh, you know, we can do that. Fucking Rockwell's even, a first round pick, baby. Right. <laughs> that's actually a really, really good idea. That's not right, a bad idea. No, I, I don't mind that at all. And then I put in uh, modern day westerns. Okay. okay. I, 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 actually, I like that. I love western movies. And I, I put can talk in uh, at length about new and old. For some reason, maybe it was because I just watched the movie. I put in uh, parentheses uh, "Hell or High Water." Uh, I love that oh, movie. Yeah. Again, modern, Roland modern, movie, right? modern old westy. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Is that bro? No, it's Je- it's Jeff, Jeff uh... Bridges. Galooly. Yeah, yeah it's Galooly. Uh, uh, Bridges and yeah, no, that's a great flick. Chris then Pine I... and yeah, uh, it's Chris ben Pine. Foster. That's the one. Yeah, and Chris the Pine, movie's done by the same is, guy yeah. that did uh, uh, Sicario, right? Is that uh, 
No. Oh, it's not Denis Villeneuve. No. Maybe it's the writer. Either way. So modern day westerns. Then I put disaster movies. The fuck does that mean? I ne- I don't know. PC load letter. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and then I, then you guys are gonna love this one because this goes into my, uh, this goes into my my cra- my deep deep craziness. I want everybody to pitch an outside the outside the box movie idea. This goes into my Die Hard Ellis prequel. I'm assuming that's why I put that in there. All right, so uh, I'm gonna actually look into. I'm gonna think over the draft thing. I think that's kind of fucking hilarious. I cool. like the draft I'm gonna, idea. I yeah. think how that I'm gonna I'll probably um, text with you guys over the weekend and brainstorm a little bit. But so yeah. it's up to me next if, week. If we if we do a fantasy draft, let's make it an auction draft. Okay. No, no, no. no that's too much. Damn it. Come on. <laughs> that's so, oh, oh, by the way, Marky, to be clear, you were right. The guy that did Hell or, Hell or High Water is the same guy that wrote uh, Sicario. Okay. Thank you. Guy, he Hell or High Water is fucking awesome. Thank you. I love that so, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. film I watched with Marky. Oh, and really? What I was talking about was, but, was that a, over about, our uh, our drinking weekend? Yeah. yeah well, nice. and, and what I was saying about what modern day westerns, I what I mean is not westerns that were just made in the last you know 10, 15 years, but I mean, sure, westerns no country made, for right, old like, men. like I mean, like uh, Unforgiven westerns that like westerns that yeah. take place in contemporary times. Yes, exactly. That were made in made recently take place serenity baby like no like no country for old men right hell or high water which i've been trying to get you guys to watch this movie called black 47 that's on netflix and it is a old westy movie set during like the potato famine in ireland and it is badass but All that's right, so not a modern that day. Idea, then. Anyway, no, yeah. So I, 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 well, <laughs> let's get more into that, guys. Well, let's get into that in the uh, in the in the uh, in the uh, post party. So let's let's call it because we're yeah. we're yeah we're going off a cliff here. So um, uh, guys, great job this week. Uh, love the topic. Love everything about it. Always love pick a movie, no matter what the fucking premise is. It's always great. So good job. Great choices. Great movies this week. And we got a new fucking vault episode. So vault, vault episode, vault movie. Got him drunk. Uh, let's call it, let, I'm going to call it an evening. Uh, so for I myself, agree. DP, Marky, and my boy, the hotshot banker, AJ, we will uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Good night. Good night. Hasta, hasta la vista. Cool. Good night. You were talking about Terminator, so <laughs> love you, Mom. You know what? She's a bit much. The movie council is adjourned.